once you learn how to love yourself isn't it so curious that then you are able to feel the love from others because love is within you it's not something that you take it's something that you have and that you give beautiful souls i have no idea why i wanted to call you that but it just feels right in this moment my name is judith rios i'm a holistic nutritionist and health and wellness coach and i am your host i share the most personal parts of my life and myself on here in order to help anyone that is struggling with the same thing and create some kind of support by showing that you aren't alone just kind of like build that support or like that connection that you are not alone, right? And welcome to the Goodness Club. Here we focus on living our most healthiest, authentic, and purposeful lives. We focus on healing and showing up in the world as our truest selves. We focus on growing and healing our mind, body, and spirit in order to live and flow and become awakened to our truest selves. And I'm so happy to have you here today, guys. Today's topic is going to be about happiness. So this is something that I have been pursuing and reading about and studying about um, for the past couple of weeks now. Just really trying to get to the root of what it means to be happy. So I have the reason why, right, is because my base level I feel like my baseline of my emotions of my whole life whenever I have like a really high high or like a really like burst of happiness or whatever I always just end up going back to my normal baseline which is like honestly blah like I'm just blah about life I'm blah like almost all the time like it takes me like I have to be doing so many things and pursuing so many things in order to feel like 100% my best self and to just feel that, you know, that oomph, like that fire, like that magic that is in life, right? I, I feel like I have to do a lot in order to feel that constantly, right? And I know there's some very... Um, happy people out there if they just have more serotonin their hormones are just wired that way you know it has to be it has to do a lot with like the kind of people that you surround yourself with what family you grew up in obviously your hormones if your body is just like naturally always like high on serotonin um and me since i'm somebody that always has to be intaking like magnesium because i have really low lows and i get very moody and i get very like sad so magnesium does help me with that, right? But I feel like my base level of happiness always reaches like a certain point. And then once I reach that point, I go back to like my normal whatever baseline, right? So for the longest time, like I think it was 2020, I was feeling like my best self. I was doing so many things, I was pursuing like the creative director thing and I 
I was just becoming, I was like on my journey to becoming my best self, basically, right? And I was doing that every day and I was like really, really working on something every single day. And that brought me obviously like a sense of accomplishment, a sense of, of I'm not, you know, like I'm being productive. So that made me happy, right? And just knowing that I had a certain goal to do, to work for every single day for like a year, just ke- just kept me on like my natural high. And what I ask myself is, what is it, how can I be happy without pursuing something all the time? How can I be happy basically like by sitting on the couch and watching TV, right? I'm not being productive. I'm just sitting on the couch watching TV. How can I be happy doing that? What is that happy inner state that people have? How do they get it? How are they just always naturally happy no matter what it is that they do and where they are in life? What is it to be truly happy? To be truly happy, is it because you have accomplished something and you have it? Is it because you live in the present, you live in the moment? Is it because you surround yourself by people that make you happy? Is it because your inner state is just happy? Like, what do these people focus on? What do you focus on? What are... What is it that makes somebody happy no matter what where they are in life, right? So that was my question. That's what I was trying to find and kind of like the pursuit of happiness kind of basically for the past couple of weeks. I don't even know if it's like it's been a month already probably, but I've just really been focused on, well, this year I started my affirmations in the morning. I've started my meditation in the morning. I always have done my my Pilates, my workouts in the morning just because I like doing them first thing in the morning and it just gives me energy throughout the day and it just makes my mood a lot better for my day. So I would say exercising for me in the morning is basically my cup of coffee because if I go through my day without exercising first thing in the morning, I am like so low on energy, I am moody, I am just not myself, I don't feel like myself, my body feels even like icky, it feels like I haven't like, I wasn't able to like exert the energy or like have the energy flow through my body in the morning or like shake out any energy that I had with me when I woke up. So exercising in the morning is really good. Don't get me wrong, some days I'm very um, sore and you know, those days I do take a day off, right? Or probably I'll stretch that day or I do like a very five minute, like very easy stretch or whatever. But basically, I'm so sorry for this. I forgot to mute the computer. Um, Basically, yeah, I came to a point where I wanted to be happy no matter what I was doing. I wanted to just feel that happiness without pursuing anything, right? Because we feel happy when we pursue certain things, pursue certain things. We feel happy when we're looking forward to like a certain vacation or like a certain event. We're like naturally happy until that event happens, but then it kind of like passes away. Um, So we tie happiness to certain things in the future or certain events or things that we are being productive in, the things that we're accomplishing, new events in our lives, like maybe a baby or maybe like, you know, like just 
we've, we tie happiness to certain things. But then what is it if you, if you didn't have any of those things? If you didn't have anything to look forward to? If you had nothing on your agenda and all you had to do was like you literally just wake up and sit like for that day? How would you feel happiness? How would you cultivate happiness? Why is that feeling? What is that feeling, right? So I've been very um, curious about this because I want to cultivate it in my life. I'm tired of having like a blah baseline of my mood and I want to change my inner frequencies, my inner state's frequency. I want to just be like, have you seen that girl from 51st Dates? No, no, no. It's not that one. It's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I think it's, I always forget her name. But it's that blonde girl and I adore that blonde girl. Her energy when you see her in movies, like that happiness. You get what I mean? Like that type of energy. Like some people have that energy naturally. And I just ask myself, how? <laughs> you are so nice to look at and not even because of like beauty or anything like that but because of the energy that she radiates it's like it's so happy and it's so like carefree and like so in tune with the body and like I want that right and I want to cultivate that kind of energy and I want to be that source of fun and kindness and love and happiness in other people's lives but as well as in mine right like I don't want to be looking forward to anything I don't want to be surrounded by anyone I don't want to have material things I don't want to be in a certain place in order to feel this way I want to wake up and just be that I just want to be happy you know I don't want to be happy because of money I don't want to be happy because of circumstantial circumstances um just that so I've really been reading on happiness and how to cultivate this and it really has been helping me for the past month. I've been working on this. I've started my meditations. I've always done my lemon waters in the morning. I do my my Pilates practice in the morning. I go on my run in the morning. I read now in the morning. I do my affirmations. I and literally this sounds like a lot but nothing has to be more than five minutes 10 minutes tops right so if you think this is a lot five minutes of reading by five minutes affirmations then a 10 15 minute run then a 30 minute pilates 15 minute pilates yoga session um a 15 minute meditation like this has this doesn't even add up to an hour it's like maybe like maybe it does maybe it's just an hour but that's why I wake up now at 6.30 a.m. just so I could start my day at 7.30 a.m. And it just changes your mood. It It is the foundation for your entire day. And this is not realistic for everyone. And I'm not saying it's the perfect like morning routine or something that you should be doing. But if anything, if you were to do anything, I would say right now meditations are a must. Everyone knows the benefits of meditation. Meditation makes you happier. Meditation um, helps you concentrate more throughout the day. It makes you happier. It makes you more focused. Um, you have more energy. You're more centered. You're more conscious. You're more present throughout your day. You're more calm. Like it has so many benefits. And I've been hearing this for years. 
But have I been able to sit down for five, 10 minutes every single morning or at least every single day at a certain time or sporadically throughout the day, doesn't matter, and just get somewhere and sit and meditate? No, I have never been able to do that. I tried doing it a couple of times for the past couple of years. Maybe I've done it for like a week. Maybe I've done it like three days in a row, but I've never actually been able to make it a practice you know like I've made Pilates a practice like I've made exercising a practice so I started meditating in 2022 and I've done so if anything I've skipped like three days throughout the year and I really do see the difference so I would say if there is anything that you would do in your morning I would say meditate for 10 minutes and meditation has helped with the happiness that's why I was trying to like go there I started reading on happiness so I read that happiness, happiness is not experiencing something else. It's continually experiencing what you already have in a new and different way. And this clicked for me. So a lot of things started clicking for me when I started researching and reading up on happiness. And it has really allowed me to look at my life and find the happiness in it and find the happiness in me. First, I want to Go back to my other episode, my last episode that I spoke about three things that have changed my life, which is creating a visual diary. So what creation, creating a visual diary has helped me in my life is being more present and seeing the magic in my life, you know, in the little moments. So that's what visual, the visual diary has helped with me and it has helped me cultivate happiness and joy in my life because I'm being present and I'm seeing the magic in all my little moments. <clears throat> number, number two is not taking life so seriously. This helps me lower my anxiety levels, stay calm throughout my day and just kind of be like in a state of freedom in a way because nothing really matters we are all going not to be melodramatic or anything but we're all gonna die one day nothing matters and what matters is that you are just a positive light in this world and you lived a happy life and that you didn't harm anyone and if you did harm someone it was probably unintentional whatever but the purpose of your life is just to fulfill your purpose and and that's it. Like, don't take life so seriously. If your purpose was to be to, to be that one person that says hi to strangers all the time and that's how you impact people's lives and everybody's like, wow, this person was so nice to me today or like they always remember, like you change that person's mood in that second when you said hi to them just because you were a friendly face. Maybe that is your purpose in life. And that's a beautiful thing, you know? Just by becoming your true self, you are already fulfilling your purpose. Yeah, not to take life so seriously. And then number three was to romanticize my life. So everything that I'm doing, I am like super hyper aware of my surroundings now, of when I'm at home. It's so easy to be at my house or anywhere and just zone out and not pay attention to the things around you, not pay attention to the, to the things that you have that, that, that you're surrounded with, the life that you have created for yourself, where you were versus where you are now. Like the whole, your younger self would be so happy and proud of where you are now and all the obstacles that you have overcome. So being super hyper aware, quote unquote, romanticizing my life has really helped me also 
cultivate happiness. So those are three things already that I've been doing since the beginning of 2022 that have helped me cultivate happiness. Visual diary, not taking life too seriously, and romanticizing my life. But apart from that, I want to go even more deeper, right? I want to experience joy all the time. I want it to be, obviously, not all the time. There, there's sad, there is time for sadness. There is time for frustration. There is time for all of that. It's like, do not avoid these emotions. Do not deny them. Allow them space in your body. Feel them. Digest your emotions. And then let them go, right? But I always want to come back to my baseline of happiness. I don't want my baseline to be blah anymore. So... When I read this little sentence that said, happiness is not experiencing something else. It's continually experiencing what you already have in a new different way. That totally clicked for me. So I was like, okay, it's experiencing my same life right now, but in a different way every single day. Not maybe every single day, but, you know, different some days. So what this meant for me is... Maybe on Saturdays, I go to the dog park with Rover. You know, that can be a ritual. Maybe some other Saturdays, I go to the farmer's market. Maybe one morning, I wake up and I make pancakes. Maybe another morning, I wake up and I make a green smoothie. Just kind of like changing up what you already doing, but experiencing it in new ways. You get what I'm saying? And... To me, that was changing the look of my home. I am always, always, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I am always redecorating my house. I just, I don't know what it is. I just always need to see something different. I need to like change up or like move the energy around in my house. And this is something that's so true to that. It's experiencing something that you already have in a new and different way. So it's like changing up your life a little bit, you know? Like wearing different clothes, expressing yourself differently, doing different hobbies, um, redecorating your home, rearranging your space, eating new foods. Like you don't have to experience something else, like move to another place. You don't have to book a vacation. You don't have to do something like totally out of the norm. You can be in your home, in your regular routine but change it up a little bit. Maybe one day you go to a different restaurant. Maybe another day you stay in when you usually go out. Maybe one day you have a cup of coffee in the cup of coffee in the morning, even though you always have green tea. It's just like changing it up, right? And making things different. So that really clicked for me. It kind of like allowed me to find more umph in my day, if that makes sense. So the second one is create a routine. So for me, this clicked so, so much because there is this thing that says habitualness creates mood. So basically what that means is your habits create your mood. And when we have no routine in our day, when we wake up and we just have all this freedom, all this time, and there is no routine, that leaves a lot of space for havoc and and kind of like that anxiety feeling to arise if you have too much time on your hands like too much freedom you have no order in your day 
that creates anxiety and it creates like a what's that called like just moodiness like you one second you're happy one second you're frustrated one second you're anxious one second like it doesn't help your mood whatsoever so when you create a ritual it creates your mood so this is why I think it's so important to have a morning routine because it creates your mood for the rest of your day. You have some kind of structure in your day. And the more structure you have in your day, the more steady of a mood you have for, the, for your day. So what would happen to me was that my mornings, I've always had a morning routine. I have never struggled with having a morning routine. But what happens is that when 12 p.m. PM comes around, to around like 8 p.m. at nighttime, like 8 p.m. obviously nighttime, I'm anxious and stressed because I have no structure in my day. My day can go either A or Z very quick. So I'm easily anxious because I, I don't know what to do. I don't know whether I should do A or B first. I don't know if I like, maybe I'm doing something, but I think I should be doing something else. Like my mind is spiraling. And this is what it means when rituals creates mood if you have a ritual if you have a schedule it helps you maintain calm peace in your life and it helps you be more productive and it helps you um keep like a stable mood throughout the day so this was big for me I find I knew that I had to sit down and create like an hourly routine for myself for like the longest time but I was dreading it and I finally did it. I did a hourly routine, literally hour by hour. Like this hour, I'm gonna do be I'm gonna be doing this. This hour is my lunch break. This hour I'm walking rover. Or this 15 minute I'm walking rover. Like I break down everything to a specific time frame. And this has helped me so much. Like I am not anxious throughout my day anymore. I am more like stable and calm and peaceful. Like my mood is just steady throughout my day because it's not like I finish my morning routine now and I freak out because I don't know what to do next and like I'm all over the place. I finish my morning routine and I still keep this sense of calm and peace because I know what's next. I know what I should be doing next. And I know that from this time to this time, I'm going to be, let's say, shooting content but I don't have to stress that I think that I'm supposed to be doing something else or being productive in another way because in another hour from let's say three to four, I am doing that other thing that I think I should be doing now. So I'm giving myself structure and I'm allowing myself. Sometimes, you know what happened? I, I was like, I used to be like, I have no time for cooking, right? I don't have any time to cook. But when I when one day one day I was like, I'm going to time myself and I'm gonna see how long it actually takes me to cook. It took me like 30 minutes. And I've learned that every day, like I did this for a while, and I learned that cooking literally takes me 15 to 30 minutes every single day, no matter what meal I cook, you know? And I was like, where was why was I so anxious about cooking? Here I thought that cooking was gonna take up so much of my time. And that it was going to just, you know, like, like knock me out of my routine or not make me be productive in something else. Or like my whole, I like literally like that sense of like your whole day is going to go by just because you stopped to cook. 
And when I was, when I faced my reality, when I opened my eyes and really faced my reality and saw that it only took me 15 to 30 minutes, I cook a lot more now. You get what I mean? Like face your fears, face your anxiety and really see the reality of it. Is it true? Because anxiety and fear is is never really fact fact based. You know, it's just based on false assumptions, false ideas in our heads. It's not true. So really put your fears and anxiety to the test and be like, okay, let's see if I really do have to be anxious about this. Like, what is it that I think is the worst thing that can happen? Can that thing really happen? Like, why am I I so anxious to waste time? Does this really take up so much of my time? And then once I saw that, I even now enjoy cooking because I see it as like a little tiny break from my work and it's like a way of like creating something that is going to nourish my body and like a way to kind of relax and calm and take a break from my work and just focus on nourishing myself basically, you know? And yeah, creating the creating the hourly routine schedule has really really worked helped for my happiness level. <laughs> And experiencing everything that I do in new and different ways. So the third one is we have no idea what would make us happy. By knowing this, we open ourselves up to any experience knowing there is good and bad in everything. So this for me was mind-blowing because I no longer am going to say what I want my future to look like. Because I want my future, like every time I get asked that question my future changes like every single answer. We know what we want at the moment based on the circumstance that we are in that very same moment. If you ask us three days later, we might not want that future anymore. We might want something else. And this happens all the time. You can be 19, you can be 15, you can be 20, you can be 30. You're not going to want the same life all the time maybe like a like an idea of like maybe not struggle with money kind of thing but to know like that whole affirmation of like I want to live here and I want to have this amount of income and I want to be with this person and I want to do this and be that and be here and eat this and and drive this and like do you really think that's going to make you happy like three years from now? What if your perception of happiness changes and you no longer want that? What if you're like, I hate material things. I am like minimalist now and I just want to live on the road and I don't want to have things anymore because they bring stress in my life. Like you can literally change in a second. Any experience in your life can change your mentality. So by me knowing this now, I no longer have a plan for my future. And plus, not to be morbid, I can die tomorrow, right? <laughs> like that is my whole like mentality right now. All I have is my now. All I have is my present. All I have is this time now that I have been given. And I'm going to be happy now by being grateful for what I have now and by working on myself through my meditation practice, through my affirmations, through my journaling, my Pilates, like loving myself to work on myself, to become better for myself and to become my true self in order so I can be good for and with the people around me. 
like that is what I'm striving for now and that will bring what it would bring in my future um all I know is that I want to be happy now with what I have now and I don't want to achieve a certain goal and kill myself every day for a certain thing for when it finally comes I might want to pursue something else because that no longer makes me happy or because I was just on my happy high pursuing that thing but then once I pursue it I'm like okay now what I I got it what do I do now the next one is not no resisting equals peace so when we resist things in our lives obviously it it doesn't equal peace we're just like living in constant anxiety we're living in frustration we're fighting we're literally resisting something all the time we're we're living in strain like we're straining ourselves from allowing something to just be whether that would be resisting a new opportunity maybe resisting not breaking up with someone maybe resisting not leaving a job that you know that you should be treated better but you stay with that job happiness is the product of an intentional mindful daily practice commit to it so this to me basically means my happiness is the product of my intentional mindful daily practices and i must commit to it in order to cultivate happiness in my life so my intentional mindful practice is meditation affirmations journaling moving my body being present in my moment taking little breaks throughout my day to look around me and be grateful for what i'm surrounded with by all the peace that surrounds me in my life from where i was to where i am now and these are my mindful intentional practices and doing this daily obviously is going to equal happiness in my life because i'm cultivating happiness in my life i am being conscious enough in my life to cultivate this feeling all the time right because our body is easy to our mind is easy to go straight to the negative things that we constantly think about we are programmed from childhood think negative things all the time to think bad things about ourselves about our self image about our personalities maybe we don't like ourselves and our minds can go very fast into negative mode and that is your inner state's natural frequency is just negativity it's just shame guilt anger frustration that is your inner state's frequency if you're someone that you know that's like me that's that has dealt with things and in order to change your inner state's frequency you have to be conscious enough to walk through your day and be conscious about what you say think do and how you act in order to change your inner state's frequency to change the energy that your body is all the time let me give you an example i never noticed i noticed once i started awakening in my life and into my body i would grab my face wash and then when i would wash my face i would go like super fast in like circular motions around my face and like super hard and like my shoulders would tense up and i'm literally going at my face washing my face super fast super hard super stressed 
And then I used to hate washing my face because I would always get like this. But I didn't know. I didn't know why I hated washing my face. One day, I was just washing my face and I'm like, I need to chill. Like, why am I attacking my face? Like, I need to be calm. I need to... Obviously, my inner state was always very frustrated, very angry, very stressed. I just carried my mom's nervous system with me all the time. And this is my mom's nervous system. So I had to learn how to rewire my natural bodies, my natural state of my body's energy, of its frequency. So I started doing this by being very conscious of everything I did and how I did it. So I would no longer slam things. I wouldn't do everything super fast. Like I'm literally, I would always do something or I would cook or I would clean or I'd get dressed like it was the end of the world. Like if I was supposed to be somewhere, somewhere, and if I wasn't there, like I was going to die. I don't even know. Like this was my state all the time was live or die, you know, like I didn't know how to do things calmly I didn't know how to do things with a peaceful energy I was always just let's go let's go let's go let's go you know like super stressed let's go let's do it now why should and then one day I was like why do I have to do it now why does it have to be fast and I had no reason for it like I couldn't give a question it's just I mean an answer I guess it was just the way I was hardwired you know just live fast And I've been really working on this and I haven't attacked my face (laughs) in like months now. So I'm learning to change my body's inner frequency like by being conscious all the time of how I do things and just tuning into my body and being like, "Am am I okay? Am I calm? Am I at peace? Am I thinking negative things? Um, what, what's going on inside of my head right now? What's going on inside of my body? Are my shoulders tense up? Yep. My shoulders are tense. Let me relax a little bit. Let me do a little bit of breath work. Let me just tune into my present moment right now. And like probably say a couple things that I'm grateful for. And yeah, just look around me and kind of just like ground myself again, you know? So happiness is the product of an intentional mindful practice. And then when you have these daily practices, these daily things that you come to when you are either stressed, angry, frustrated, whatever it is, going back to these daily practices is what helps you stay grounded, you know, is what helps you go back to your inner happiness. Um... The next one is getting unco- getting comfortable with discomfort is a gateway to expanding tolerance for happiness. So basically, we all have a baseline for happiness. And once we reach that level of happiness, we fall back into either a depressive state or to just our blah our blah state, right? And we have never allowed ourselves to experience more happiness beyond that point because that's just the baseline we have allowed ourselves to reach for whatever reason um, most of our lives. Now you now the question is, okay, how do we expand that baseline to be higher? How can we experience or allow ourselves to experience a higher level of happiness 
and push the boundaries of that baseline. And let's say our baseline of happiness has always been 70. How do we push it to be 100? You know, how do we raise that baseline? And supposedly, the way that you do this is by throwing yourself into experiences or situations that make you uncomfortable. There's a whole science behind this. I do not remember. But all I know and all that I bring with me is that I must throw myself into uncomfortable situations and discomfort in order to expand my tolerance for happiness. Happiness is acceptance. Basically, this falls in with not resisting. When you accept everyone, when you accept every situation, when you accept yourself, when you accept where you are, where you accept everything in your life, and I'm saying accept like don't accept toxic people in your life i don't mean like an extreme like know your boundaries know when to leave know when to let things go know when to leave a situation but about things that we really can't change and they're not a big deal like we can't change other people if their behavior is not toxic but you know we can't change somebody for example we can't change someone's love language it's not toxic it's not, we can't change them to express themselves differently or show love differently. We just have to accept them for who they are, you know? We can't change somebody's sense of humor. We can't change what they like in TV shows. We can't change their favorite gender of music or of TVs or whatever, or, I mean, of movies or shows. We have to accept everyone for who they are and how they express themselves. And this is what I mean about not accepting you know, toxic things, but learning to accept things that, you know, we have no control over. Acceptance equals happiness. When you accept something, you're not living in resistance. You're just living and you're being and you're happy. Meditate on some things you're grateful for. So this is a big way to cultivate happiness in your life is meditating things that you're grateful for. Being grateful overall is such a high vibration in your body it is able to attract you things like your blessings. It's able to attract, you're like a magnet to everything good when your body's energy and frequency is radiating in gratefulness, you know? When your energy is joy, happy, gratefulness, kindness, um, non-judgmental, you know, like acceptance. When your body's energy is this, you're better to cultivate happiness. So meditate on some things you're grateful for in order to change your body's inner frequency, to change your body's energy, and to be able to attract the things that you were promised in this life and that are for you. You know, you are a magnet for everything that you need in this life and everything you want in this life. Like I always think in my head, I do not, you know, this is all over Instagram, but Instagram and TikToks are literally like life-changing for me right now. So you do not chase, you attract. What is meant for you will surely be. So that is an affirmation of mine. And how you do this, how you how you are how you become a magnet is by changing your inner state's frequency, by cultivating high vibrational emotions like happy, um, grateful and all of that you know so stop and be grateful for a second and 
think about things that you're grateful for and you can even act out on your gratefulness right like you can reach out to your mom and be like mom i'm so grateful for you because of yada yada right or like do something for your husband today or for your partner to show them how grateful you are for them so it's not only about thinking about it it's not only writing them down but act on them you know because if you really are grateful act on it make it something that sparks kindness in you and that changes other people's lives when you're grateful for other people show them if you're grateful for your dog take time throughout the day and be with your dog pet your dog take him outside for a walk play with him if you're grateful for your mom for your spouse if you're grateful for your home take a second to look at your home take a second uh, take a weekend when you're just in your home and you get takeout and you're just you know in your house and it just feels so nice clean your house declutter because you're grateful for your home right so gratefulness can also lead to actions of gratefulness and is very life-changing as well your purpose your belonging and your love those are things that you can choose to feel and cultivate regardless of physical material circumstances Wherever you are in your life, whatever material things you have, circumstances, your physicalness, you know, how you look, those three things are the only three things you cannot change. So focus on those three things in order to cultivate happiness in your life. If I know my purpose in this life, I'm going to be happy no matter what circumstance I'm in. You get what I mean? If I feel like I belong, For example, I join a community, I go to church, I go to synagogue, whatever it is. I join a community of girl bosses. I join a community of holistic, you know, people, intuitive people. I am surrounded by people, you know, that I feel like I belong in this community. I'm going to cultivate happiness. No matter, I can go home and I might not have anything, but community brings, cultivates happiness and love. So you would give up anything in your life just to be with a person you love because love is more powerful than anything in this world. You cannot buy love. So if you have these three things in your life, you're always going to be cultivating happiness. And love is inside of me. I am love. I am connected to source and the source is love. And I allow source's love to flow in me and me be an example of its love through my day and I am love right we are all love you are love you are born from love when two people get together they love each other and you're born so you are a a representation of love we are we all are we don't need to have somebody love us to feel loved so let me give you an example we there might be somebody that I'm going to use myself as an example. Like maybe I was never shown love. I was never given like, I never felt loved, right? And then I enter a relationship and this person can be the most loving person on the planet. I'm still not going to feel loved because I have not been taught how to love myself. If I do not love myself, I cannot feel love from anyone else. And you see this 
a million different types of ways in people's relationships, in toxic relationships. Uh, maybe the clingy person, you know, that's always wanting to be with their partner. It's because they don't feel love for themselves. And the only way that they can kind of get love is by their partner. And not even because they always need to be reassured of that partner's love for them. This doesn't mean anything that the partner is doing is wrong. This means that this person hasn't learned how to love themselves once you learn how to love yourself, isn't it so curious that then you are able to feel the love from others? Because love is within you. It's not something that you get from other people. It's something that you give yourself. It's something that you are. And until you learn that you are love, and until you learn how to love yourself, you're not going to experience true love from other people. Because it's not something that you take. It's something that you have and that you give. And then you'll be able to feel it from other people. You get what I mean? So those are the three things in order to cultivate happiness no matter one. There's three kinds of happiness. There's happiness of pleasure, which is eating like a good meal. You know, the pleasure of eating a good meal. There's the happiness of grace, which is gratitude. And there's the happiness of excellence. So now the happiness of excellence is, in, is the process of falling in love with the hike, the meaningful work, the flow through your day when we become completely engaged with what we're doing, all ideas or worries dissolve and we're just completely present in the task. Those are the three, lev those are the three types of happiness. And I'm grabbing all of this information from 101 essays that will change your life. I wrote down mine. The happiness of pleasure is anything that is sensory. So make a list about that. The happiness of grace is the things that you're grateful for. Make a list about that. And then my happiness of pleasure is waking up in a cozy bed, cuddling with my cat at night, petting Rover, seeing beautiful scenery like forests, cliffs, mountains, the feeling of a gloomy, cuddly day, feeling the sun on my skin, dancing to music, reading a romance novel, reading a self-help motivational book, seeing my home clean and tidy. These are things that bring me pleasure and these are things that bring pleasure and happiness, right? So the happiness of grace, which is gratitude, having my body be whole, my dog Rover, being able to buy whatever I want, the trust and security I have in my marriage, my home and everything in it. Um, I'm very happy and grateful for the aesthetic of my home. I love the way that I have decorated my home. I love that it feels like a vacation to me. Like that's been always something that I wanted to cultivate in my house. I've always wanted to have a house that brings me calm and peace and that is my vacation home, right? And I've been able to cultivate that here. And I'm grateful for that. Being where I am today and conquering my past situations, my job, the peace that surrounds me every single day. Because there is peace around me. But I have noticed that when there isn't peace around me is because I am not in control of my reality. I allow my negative thoughts to take control. And I'm learning to tune into those thoughts and say to myself, this is not true. I need to look at my situation. I need to look at my reality and see my life for what it really is. And then I do see that it's peace. It's calm. You know, the, the, the anxiety is in me. 
It's not around me. You know, I'm cultivating it in myself, in my heart, in my mind, but it's not real. You know, because if I were to wake up into my present life, it's quiet. It's peace. It's where I am right now. You get what I mean? And then the happiness of excellence is the process of falling in love with the hike, you know, like the flow in your life. So the pro- the happiness of excellence for me is recording a podcast episode. This is something that I love doing. I am in love with creating episodes. My morning routine for my inner state's frequency, that's something that I'm that makes me super happy working on my morning routine in order to work on my inner state's frequency, you know, to change that. I love vlogging. I love vlogging my life. The whole process of vlogging my life and having, you know, the camera in my hands and talking to the camera and connecting with you all, that brings me an amount of happiness in my life. Um, and road tripping to find our next home. So I'm not really happy. I'm not entirely happy of when I find my home. That's not what makes me happy. What's making me happy is the process of finding my home. I cannot wait to start the process of the traveling, of the exploring. We might never even find our home. You get what I mean? So I'm glad that I'm happy with the the journey, not the destination, right? Maybe when I find the destination, I will be truly in love with it and, and it will bring me happiness. But I'm glad that the first thing that I'm really happy about is the journey of it. So that's what the happiness of excellence is about. I recommend you do your own list just so you get a sense and you know yourself better and you get a sense of what brings you happy in these categories. What makes you happy, really? If you were to ask me a couple days ago or like a month ago, what really made me happy? I cannot, I, I would not be able to tell you that. I would, I would tell you what would make me happy is to be happy all the time, no matter what. I think that's what I would tell you. And in a form that is true, but it's good to learn who you are and what makes you happy, you know, what makes you tick. You need to learn who you are yourself. My last one is happiness is peace of mind that comes from knowing we are becoming who we want and need to be. So when you're striving to be your best self when you are striving to becoming who you really want to be and who you need to be it brings it cultivates happiness in your life because not only are you striving to become your truest self which is pure joy and kindness and love and light that's all of our true selves form um when you're not for example if you see somebody and you're kind of like jealous of them and you kind of wish that you had what they had or you kind of envy their happiness or you envy where they are in life how about you focus on where you are in your life and how to become that version of yourself if you envy something is because you know you can be it you know you you can do it like it's something that you want in your life so do it so go get it and There's a sense of happiness and peace of mind that comes from when we're actually on our journey to getting it, to being that person that we are meant to be. So there was happiness in my journey when I finally let go of just being thin, of the idea of just being thin and just falling in love with the process of becoming my best and healthiest self. And that was 
going to the gym and eating healthy and enjoying my life and and hosting wine nights and just being around friends and family and putting myself out of my comfort zone and pursuing my passions and just waking up or going to sleep knowing that I was doing what I could every day to become the best version of myself brought me a sense of happiness and peace in my mind because I wasn't crippled anymore by the what if mentality and the kind of like FOMO of my own life, you know, of my fear of missing out of my own self, you know, like not ever becoming her and then going to sleep thinking I can be better, I can do better, I can do better, but never really doing it. And then you're always kind of living in havoc, in anxiety, in jealous, in envy, in frustration. You're not really living out your truest self, your truest form. But when you finally do, you're happy and you're at peace because you're at least pursuing it. So yes, guys, I've been on my, I guess, the pursuit of happiness journey lately. I would recommend to read the book, The The Power of Now, I think it's called. Um, Yes, The Power of Now. That book changed my life. I read this book, I think, a year ago. And I still go to the principle of the book. Like, I, I sometimes find myself throughout my day. And there's things in this book that I have kept with me and I carry in my heart and in my mind. So it just helps you to learn how to be present. Staying present in my life has also helped me cultivate happiness. So I focus every day on my present. And I'm not talking about like today I'm going to focus on today. I'm even talking about like by the minute. Like what I'm doing right now in this minute, in this present moment. And that has really helped me cultivate happiness because obviously if you live in the past, you're living probably in shame, in guilt, in nostalgia. If you're living in the future, you're you're constantly pursuing something, you're looking forward to something. And then once that something happens, that's all you had. That's all you had. What do you have now? Like, how do you feel now? You need to focus. We need to focus. I need to focus on my present moment because it's the only time that I have. I don't know how else to word that, but living in my present moment and seeing my life through a romanticized lens has helped me cultivate happiness in my life and has really helped me just stay positive and conscious of my surroundings, of my inner state, of my body, my mind, and my spirit. I do want to say a little affirmation that I have been saying to myself every morning and it's about happiness. So I'm going to say for you guys, happiness isn't a destination. I do not have to accomplish anything, be anywhere to be happy. Happiness is in me. It's in my present. It's around me. I live in the moment. In the moment, in my present, there is magic, there is life, and I am awakened to my present life. Today, I am a present and I am happy. So that's something that I've been affirming every single day. And yeah, guys, this is what this episode was about. It was just 
how I'm cultivating happiness in my life, how I'm trying to reach that level of happiness no matter what. This is where I, where I am right now and I wanted to share it with you. To go over really fast, the way that I'm cultivating happiness in my life is by staying present, is by experiencing what I have now in different ways, is by creating a routine, an hourly routine because habitualness creates mood is by knowing that we have no idea what will make us happy tomorrow or in one year. So accepting to be open to any experience, to any experience, knowing that there is good and bad in everything, not resisting, accepting everything for what it is, having an intentional, mindful daily practice and committing to it, getting comfortable with discomfort, Meditation on things that you're grateful for, finding your purpose, feeling belonging, (laughs) and love in your life. So these are ways that I have been cultivating happiness in my life. I hope this episode helped you. I hope that it was something that you needed. I am happy to always show up here in this space. I love coming here and I love talking to you guys. I really do feel connected to you all. And I'm really grateful for whenever you share the podcast and whenever I see you tag me on your walks and whenever I see you tag Goodness Club, like when you're listening to the podcast, it makes me so happy. And I hope you have a beautiful Friday, guys. I hope that you cultivate happiness in your life today. I love you all and I'll see you next Friday. Bye.